Hello again, welcome to Monday, the day of false starts and weirdness happening. So welcome to the Coffee Run Live. It is episode 397. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. It is amazing. So what I wanted to talk with you about today, good morning, good morning, Catherine. Please let me know that you can hear me when you are coming on. Good morning, Gerda. So I wanted to say a really good welcome to Monday. I'm in a really, um, in a really ex a bit of an excitable state today, I have to tell you. I think partially because our um, granny flight is coming along just absolutely beautifully. I got some new weights that were delivered on Friday. So I've had those out and working them out in our workout room this morning. So I'm feeling pumped and ready and strong and I, Put them up a little bit higher so i'm feeling sore <laughs> and strong so really good oh amazing thank you catherine thank you for letting me know so welcome to monday one of the things that i wanted to share with you today that i thought was really important is the some things that have kind of come up i guess like over the last over the last couple of weeks and particularly as well as a lot of you are adjusting to this new normal right, that we're experiencing. We don't know exactly how long this is going to last for. We, I know a lot of us are hoping that it's going to be over sooner rather than later. Um, and, and I suppose that the, the, the things that have really, what's been really highlighted is the way that I do things isn't necessarily going to work for you all of the time or in, in the same way, or the way that I do things might be slightly different to the way that you do things and, and vice versa. So the, the way that this came up was this morning on the on day one of our 30-day challenge, which was freaking awesome. I love these six o'clock calls. They are so fun. Um, they are so insightful. Hey, Neri. They are uh, like, I just love the shit out of them. Good morning, Georgina. And I know that the that the attendees get um, have a lot of fun and, and feel walk off feeling inspired and motivated and focused and, and all of that kind of thing. But one of the things that came up was around this topic of journaling. And I, I, you guys know me pretty well if, you're, if you've been following me for any length of time. If you're new to me, hi, I'm Nicola. Uh, I, I'm a really, I've got a, um, I'm in a very loving and long-term relationship with structure. And, and it's kind of the way that my brain works. Right when I when I think about what I need to do, I kind of break it down into into different steps that I need to follow in order to achieve a particular outcome. And and I I use this process with journaling. I actually I I also teach um, I teach role I play roller derby not at the moment because oh, COVID. It's another. It's just a, another one of my love affairs that I can't that I can't love at the moment. It's just devastating. Um, that I teach, I teach roller skating. So we do, we do skate fit and I teach derby and, and this kind of thing. This is really, it's a whole lot of fun. Um, and, and one of the things that, that I will do when, if somebody is struggling to stop or if somebody is struggling to increase their speed, I, I've got this way of being able to break down what they're doing and be able to say, okay, we'll do this and then do this and then do this. So it, it's it's a, it's a quite a systematic way of thinking, I suppose. And so for me with my journaling, which was the example we were talking about this morning, I'll go, all right. So in my journaling, my journaling practice generally starts off with me just 
dribbling crap <laughs> in, in my journal, right? Sometimes it's a, a uh, dear God, you know, what the hell is going on? Or it's a, I'm having the most amazing day or like I'm, I'm a bit tired today or, you know, whatever it is that's been happening over the last month. There's like these are weird ass times. I don't really get it. Uh, so I, I kind of go through this now that the, the example, the metaphor I used this morning is a bit like, it's a bit like, it's a bit like childbirth, right? So in your journal, in, in my, well, in the metaphor I'm going to share with you, it's a bit like childbirth. So when your baby is in your tummy, there's that mucus plug at the top of your cervix. And when you go into labor or just before you're about to start or during labor, that mucus plug from your cervix releases so that in order to prep your body to push out this baby, right? So sometimes for journaling, it's a, it's a little bit like you we can, we can go through the labor intensiveness and the plug hasn't gone yet. And to me, that that plug not being released is is like we're kind of like we've got this pent up sort of stuff being like, oh my gosh, you know, I, 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 I want to do this, but it's not coming. Like, how do I get the words out? What am I supposed to say? I feel like an idiot. And, and you know, journal, 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 journal. And then it's like the plug releases and then it's like magic comes floating out of the end of my pen and and then the rest of it kind of flows. Most days, that's sort of how it works. So I go through a, a process essentially at the start of my journaling practice where I'm just kind of like blah, 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 just talking about whatever it is that's going on. And then I'll often that'll... Um, kind of segue quite beautifully, usually sometimes very clunkily, not always beautifully, but we'll kind of segue into, well, you know, what do I feel like I need to hear today? Do I feel like it's like, keep the faith? Is it um, like, like hold, hold the line? Is it give yourself a fucking break? Like what, what is it? What's going on in, in that? And then usually the topic of the blog or my live stream will come up and out of whatever's going on in there. Sometimes I'll use my journal to work through my shit. Uh, hi, my name's Nicola. I am a recovering perfectionist and apparently I still have shit to deal with. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, you know, it, it's kind of like this, uh, like there's layers. On onions have layers. Ogres have layers for those of you who have children and watch the Shrek movie. You know, there's all these layers sometimes that, that will, will pop up and, and I'll use my journal to often work through those and release them, work out what different triggers are, uh, why they're there, you know, that kind of thing. And then the next thing that I'll do, so I'll go, I like the bleh, right? Which is getting the, making the show happen in the, the birthing metaphor. And then everything just kind of flows from there. Sometimes it's still like, it, it can be a little bit laborious, but it, it usually tends to flow. Um, then I'll go into, all right, well, what do my people need to hear today? So you guys, like, I'll often be thinking, well, what do I, what do I need to, what do I need to hear? Like, what does Neri need? What does Georgina need? What does Carmen need? What do, what do the people need to hear today? And that'll sort of flow. And then from there, I go through and I, I list out as many names, as many names as I can possibly think of. Uh, and and sometimes I'll do it alphabetically. Sometimes I'll just brain dump all of these names, and and it's kind of like the roll call. Right, so you're not in in class or at school, and it's like uh, Amanda, are you here? Yes. 
Belinda, are you here? Present miss. Nicola, are you here? Yes. You know, you, I go through the roll call. So I'll, I'll list them right out. All of the names of the people that I'm calling in, not necessarily program specific. It might be for the, for the lives. It's just like, who, who do I, who am I bringing? Who am I manifesting into my world? So for me, this whole process is almost like I imagine is a birthing analogy, but I also imagine that what the first part of the journaling does is it opens up the trap door of my uh, connection to source or God uh, for, the, for the message that I need to hear or the message I need to share I, and, and allows that intuition to sort of like come in and through me. Um, I, I listened to a an interview on... I think it was Saturday morning or it might have been yesterday morning, um, Elizabeth Gilbert was being interviewed by Russell Brand. I shared it on my page. Uh, it was either Saturday or yesterday. I can't remember. Uh, really powerful. And I've heard Elizabeth Gilbert talk before about uh, the, the elusive creative genius. Um, and she'll often talk about the, uh, like a lot of creatives are kind of at war with, with tapping into their intuition, tapping into their creativity. And, and she talks about it more being like a dance uh, and being in, in concert with, with your genius and, and with your intuition. And I guess for, for me, that's kind of like what journaling does. It, it, it allows that trap door to open so that I can, you know, get what I can get and, and dance with it and work with it and then go and use that stuff that's come through me to talk to you about it, to write about it, to blog about it, whatever, whatever it is. So that's, that's the kind of the way that, that I will journal, right? But a lot of other people have got different types of journaling practices that works for them. And I, and I guess it's like, um, it's like food tastes, right? You might love beetroot. I love beetroot. Uh, I hate mushrooms. They're freaking awful. Just FYI. Um, if I'm, if we're ever in the same room and you're like, Nicola, I'm going to make you mushroom soup. I'd be like, yeah, why uh, you only eat meat? <laughs> I don't know. But the way that I do it isn't necessarily the way that you do it. How, how does this apply into business and marketing and content? Well, the way that I like to think about this is that if you've got a framework that you can work within and you can use to get started, then you can learn how to build that muscle, the muscle of you, right? The muscle of mastery, the way that you tap into the, the beautiful goodness, that, that, that boiling pot of, of amazingness that is just, you know, desiring to come out of you and, and into the ears of, of your audience. You know, there's different ways of being able to tap into that. And then your job is to go out and then follow the structure and the plan and go, okay, cool. So now I need to disseminate this. Now I need to syndicate this. Now I need to go put this out there. Now you need to take action, right? So it's not just all sitting around manifesting, sitting there in a lotus position with our, with our fingers like this going, okay, you know, um, I desire $100,000 to land into my bank account today and then expecting that it's just going to bang, show up without you taking any action, right? That's delusional in my opinion. Um, like unless you've done all of the work for the last, you know, however many, however long you've done that work for in order to be able to make it all happen, you know, different, different ball game. But if you're just sitting there going like this, the action that I need to take is just to sit and wait and bang, a check is going to arrive in my mailbox. You know, I don't know. And that in my experience doesn't work. Um, 
you know, they're, they're the whole thing about manifesting and creating what you want is, is about being first and then doing, in my very humble opinion. So that's all of that. And I guess that really um, kind of ties in to a lot of the work that we're doing in Visible Live, which I wanted to talk with you about. It's Visible Live, the not the national tour, which was supposed to be kicking off actually uh, this weekend, I think, or next weekend, um, the 11th. We were supposed to be kicking off on the 11th. So in a week's time, I was supposed to be touring the country talking to all of the people in all of the capital cities uh, about how to get out there, how to create your content, how to be on plan, how to really individualize it, how to be freaking amazing and, and more amazing and, and be visible and everything like that. And then COVID happened. So it is now the not the national tour that is happening, not this coming weekend, but the weekend of the 16th and 17th of May. Um, you will walk away with a marketing plan, your content strategy. You will know what to put out there for your audience in order to generate leads, which means you'll be able to get a return on investment, which is the whole point about you being visible, right? I wrote an article for Inside Small Business yesterday and just revi uh, on the weekend, oh, Friday, and I just revised it this morning. And one of the things that I say in there is like people don't want to be visible for the sake of fame, right? I don't think any of you want to put your faces out there so that you can be famous. Maybe you do, I don't know. But what is, if you if it is about being famous, then what does that actually get for you? And like most of us are like, well, I know it needs to be me. I know I need to put my face out there. I know I have to be visible because it means that my audience will see me. It means I'll be able to generate more inquiries. It means I'll be able to generate more interest. It means I'll be recognized so that people can get to know me, feel me, hear me, see me, watch me, be immersed in your stuff, right? So that they then buy from you, right? You're in business. You need to have a commercial return on investment for any kind of visibility activities that you do. You know, think about it. Like most of us aren't in it just because we're, we've got these massive egos and we just want to be out there and we just want to be famous. And, you know, it's not, it's not really how it, how we roll. It's not the, the main aim of the game. Um, you know, it, it just, and that, and that actually doesn't pay off anyway in, in this space. So the thing that you've got to do is be doing everything that you can to be able to get that commercial return on investment. And that's what Visible Live is all about, making sure that you've got everything there so that you can connect and engage and, and grow your audience and, and have your audience fall in love with you. But a lot of the time what happens is that people are like, okay, yes, I'm sold, I'm sold, but what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> I know I need to, but how do I make that work? So we'll be going through that Invisible Live as well. Uh, I'm really excited about it. As you can tell, I did a national tour towards the end of last year, delivering this content. I've been teaching this strategy for coming up now um, almost two years and it is, it, it just, it, every time I, you know, I see you guys go through it and do it and the light bulbs go off and it makes it really simple for you, right? Which that reduces the overwhelm, it reduces the anxiety, it reduces the stress, it gets rid of anything where you might be thinking like, what the hell am I going to talk about today? You'll have a plan. It'll be easy. It'll be brilliant. And then you've just got to go and take the action to do that. So that is happening on the 16th and 17th of May. I've got the link in the comments there. Go ahead and register. 
uh, I've got some things to get into the post for you when you when you are, uh, when you register. So hop in and do that so I can put them in the mail. The mail is being very slow at the moment. I've got to tell you, it's driving me freaking crazy. I'm like, where are my parcels? <laughs> anyway, that's that. So remember the key to everything is starting. And when you're first learning, I think it's really important that you are doing things in the way that you are taught. And then once you've honed that skill, then you can go, okay, you know, what can I do to refine the process so that you can, so that you can make it work for you? If it's journaling, it might be about trying on some different things, but you guys, you've got to commit to it for at least 21 days, right? It's like a new exercise. It's like uh, trying a new weight thing. It's, it's like trying anything. You've, you've got to commit to doing it for at least 21 days so that you can get it in your body every day for 21 days, by the way. Um, get it in your body and then you can start to kind of play with it and bring in your own nuances and test and see what the results show and, and then if it's sustainable for you. So I trust that that's helpful. All right, so any questions about Visible Live, make sure you let me know. The order form does show that we will be meeting in the lobby of the, of the fabulous hotel. Uh, we will not be doing that. We will be meeting in the very fabulous lobby of Zoom because that's where we're going to be doing this. Uh, 16th and 17th of May, it is being recorded. So if you can't make it live, you will get the recorded self-study version of it as well. Um, direct, with, with all of the interaction of, of all of the other attendees that we've got going on. I've got some stuff to get in the post for you. Uh, there's payment plans, you can PayPal, you can do whatever it is that you, you wanna do. So follow the, follow the process. It does say Sydney, bear that in mind. It is the right form and that's because that was the original Sydney dates that we're, we're rolling with. All right, my loves, you go out there and have an amazing day. What are we need to do? You need to get out there. You need to go help some people. You need to have a whole ton of fun doing it. But most of all, you've got to remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will see you tomorrow, if not before. Mwah. Goodbye.